it's time to pile on with Action Sports Jack's Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast is brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family. Hey everybody, welcome into the Action Sports Jacks Pile On Podcast. Brent Martino, Dan Hick, and Marcel Robinson eating animal crackers, and Stuart Weber getting fatter. He Ooh. has a donut in his hand. Wow. Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday, very good. And as usual, Weber brought just one. I didn't make the 2019 National High School Hall of Fame. It's disappointing. Derek Brooks did, and Dusty David Baker. Bailey. Where's Dusty Baker from? Dusty Baker made it. Yeah. Some high school. I know he's a Florida guy. I, mean, I was honorable mention all-county water polo. What the heck? Can't yeah. get in there? I never stood a chance. What up? But if I couldn't make the Rhode Island Hall of Fame, then I'm certainly probably not making the Florida one. No more competition. This is national. Oh, that's national. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damon so, Bailey's not from Florida. He's Indiana. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember him? Hey, Damon Bailey deserves that. And Damon Bailey was a stud in he high school. He was. Those were good Indiana days. That donut looks good. I know. What is that? Thin mint. Thin mint donut. Where'd you get that? Shelf of shame. Huh? What did he say? Shelf of shame. Oh, the food shelf? All the free food. Oh, I have to head over there after. Even though I'm kind of on a a limited carb diet right now. How's that working? Here's the deal. Next week's going to be really busy around here. Oh, Man. With the Players' Championship, which my mental clock says, why is it happening right now? Right. Because it's in March. Like, I don't even, my legs aren't even tan enough to go run around TPC in shorts. Long pants next week. It might be. Um, And then on top of that, Nick Foles. So on the opening round of the Players' Championship on the 14th, I think we could have first round action and Nick Foles being introduced. (laughs) Uh, that would be a busy Thursday. Well, you know what? We once had yeah. Dante, Dante Fowler Jr. Jr. That was on blow a out his knee. That was round two. During TPC week. Yep. That was a, an ACL. And uh, Sunday of TPC week is Selection Sunday. Yeah, that's going to get buried a little bit. And the Gators are on the bubble. And so. St. Patrick's Day. And my anniversary. On the 17th of March. Yeah. So every St. Patrick's Day, you celebrate your anniversary. No, I think I'm the 16th. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's clarify this. I think it's the 16th. <laughs> that would be it's right Saturday. around St. Patrick's hey, Day. Hey, by the way, if it's the 16th, usually Saturday night you can escape a little I bit. I might be able to take her out to dinner. I have to MC an event Saturday night at the players. But anyway, okay, let's talk about Nick Foles. That's what everybody's talking about. What is Dan? that event you're MCing? Friday morning? Some. I've got a ton of events. What? A... Popular guy, Dan. That's good. Uh, We're the only one that doesn't say no. <laughs> one of the two. No way. I, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. This doesn't partner. The players partner connect. Am I in that one? You're the moderator. Yeah. Who's going to be there? Uh, some PhD professor of neurology and neuroscience. Director of Strategic Partnership, City of Jacksonville. What are, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. I'm gonna have to. Building a corporate culture of giving back that is inclusive and sustainable. Well, that's Brent Martin to a T. I mean, what do you think we do here at Action Sports Jacks? Do these people not know who you are? It's they You're supposed to give some ball scores and get it get the hell out of there. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> uh, that'll be an interesting one. Hopefully, they have cue cards. 
<laughs> Weber is hell bent on sweet revenge right now. What is he doing? You'll see. Is this against Marcel? No. Oh. No. Okay. This is against a. Well, he's working on something on the computer. Twitter person. This is like the greatest and most. Uh, what are we talking Exciting about? Exciting podcast ever. How about Nick Foles, everybody? Let's do it, baby. Uh, Nick Foles. By the way, that was part of the podcast, the first eight minutes. But uh, Nick Foles to Jacksonville, give me a percentage it's happening. 90 plus. Yeah. I would say. I think so, too. I mean, who else is, you know, I mean, I, it could always be somebody jump in. and It's a perfect match, man. I mean, yeah. for him. Too. Okay, then give me. Uh, it's not a you know. It's not like it's a bad match for him. Yeah, you're oh. gonna get an NFL team to lead, be the guy. Uh, it's a chance to be a decent team, good team, uh, really good defense. Makes sense. John D. Filippo's here. He knows what you like. He knows what you can do. I I think it's great. I made uh, the case today, Dan. Uh, that uh, while everybody says, listen, I either want Haskins or I want Foles or this Foles thing's just a short-term deal to get to somebody else, I mm -hmm. said, could it be possible the Jags are getting very lucky for the first time in a long time in their organization, mm -hmm. it seems, when it comes to a move like this? They might be getting a guy in his prime that has won a Super Bowl MVP, right. has a decent resume, who I think quarterbacks play their best at right about now at 30 years old, 31. I'd rather have a 30-year-old quarterback that's good than a 24-year-old quarterback that's good in a way because the experiences help. The game slows down for them is what I mean. So on top of that, there's nobody else that wants the guy, not really wants, needs. Right. And so the timing of it's perfect where they might not have to pay an arm and a leg given QB price tags to get this guy. So I almost look at it as they potentially might be getting a break. Now, you might be able to be making a huge mistake, too. That's always the case with the QB. But they might be getting a break in terms of the dollars, this guy's resume, and also, if it does work, it's a big if, if it does work, we might be looking at this guy here for the next six years. I Yeah, I think if you sign him, that's what you're hoping. In a perfect world, he'd be your guy. He'll be, you know, in a, in a perfect world, what he'll be able to do here will make people remember him as a Jacksonville Jaguar. If at the end of his time here, people remember Nick Foles as a Jaguar, then you know he did a lot of good things here yeah. because he did something really special in Philadelphia that can never be taken away. But if he starts here for six years and leads the Jaguars to the postseason time and time again and gets one, he'll be remembered more as a Jaguar. So, look, uh, I understand that there's always going to be some trepidation. Free agent quarterbacks rarely work. This has been a special circumstance for a long time, and you got a chance to get a really good quarterback. Maybe not a fran maybe not. I don't want to say he, he's a franchise guy. He may not be the elite of the elite, but my gosh, he's I think ten and two in his last twelve games. He go look at his numbers over the last couple years. He's twenty-one and eleven starters of Philly. Yeah, Eagle. Yeah, twenty-one and eleven. We'll take that. Absolutely. There's a lot that. you take about Nick Foles. So he's 6-0 against the AFC South. Yeah, that's a great number. How do you like that? Um, if he does that, last they're going year, to the playoffs. <laughs> last year, what I love about him is, okay, he won a Super Bowl. He out Tom Brady. He's MVP. He, uh, But then last year, when they needed him again, and they were 6-7, and seven, he went to L.A. and beat the NFC champions in L.A., then he came home and threw for 470 yards against Houston and beat them. 
A playoff team. Uh, the Texans. A really good defense that Blake Bortles, no disrespect, probably had to throw for 471 yards in 10 <laughs> games against the yeah. Texans. Other than that one December Unless game. you count the pick six <laughs> yards. Um, and, you know, so, I mean, I understand where some fans are, you know, cautious, but it makes too much sense. Yeah, it doesn't. And we'll give you one other facet of this. If you bring in a young QB and – or – Say you have to make changes and you have a QB and you got to make uh, even the Aaron Rodgers thing where they got new coaching staff and now you got to get used to Nathaniel Hackett and LaFleur if you're Aaron Rodgers who's an elite quarterback that probably shouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. But at least the nice thing here and the thing that hasn't worked in Jacksonville is this turnstile of offensive coordinators, QB coaches, yeah. and quarterbacks. Hit the well, ground now, floor running here. You do. But yeah. Now you have this familiarity and don't lose sight of that. That's important to a player. I don't know about the coach, but I think it's important to a player. And at least they feel comfortable. And to go back to what Doug Marone said last week, I thought it was a telling comment. He likes the quarterback to have everybody else catch up to him. Right. Well, if it is Foles and Filippo, everybody else is learning this offense. Foles has a head start. So there's your, your – your, your, really, did he give up what they were trying to do? Well, again, right? again, it just like I said, it just – I mean, it makes too much sense, man. It's just a natural fit. And most of the people that I – you know, the NFL, the national media guys – Seem to like the move. I'm also, by the way, I'm not drafting a quarterback. You know, some people say, well, if Haskins is there, take him too. Nah. First of all, I don't think he's, he's there. He's not going to be there. But, but imagine the, 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 the can of worms you're putting on the Jaguar shelf if you were to do that and draft Dwayne Haskins. Nick Foles is going to be your guy for five or six years. You draft Dwayne Haskins, and week two when Nick Foles throws a pick, you know, and by the way, the Jaguars locker room has a lot of growing up to do. So, if Foles goes bad for a game, that'll fracture the locker room like that. Yeah, I'm a believer that they you have to start taking more and more quarterbacks, and this is not a given. <laughs> so, taking more quarterbacks is not a, a bad idea. But I agree with you. Not the first-round guy. The earliest I would use a pick on a QB in this draft for mm -hmm. the Jags, if they got Nick Foles, was the second pick of the third round. And that would be the earliest. I'd probably more pick use like the... I'm not even taking. I'm not even taking a quarterback. Yeah, I'm not sure I am. Too. Because I'm not taking one in the sixth round. Because why? Yeah. Unless he's Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not. So I'm not. I'm not taking one. I'm just taking offense. Except maybe with the seventh pick, or I might take defense. Yeah, that's an interesting call too. I'll be interested to see what they do if if they get full. So uh, it's going to be a fascinating. And week. I hope. I hope. It's Foles and when free agency starts next week. Oh, yeah, it'll be Foles and Jesse James. It will yes. be Foles and a right guard. Yes. It will be full. you know, it will be that. They'll spend a little money. Golden Tate. Yeah, yeah that might, I don't know about that, but that wouldn't be bad. Terrell Williams. By the way, Golden Tate's a good run-blocking wide receiver. Michael Crabtree. Yeah, I don't know if I want that. I don't want another guy. I want somebody that's going to get me going a little bit. Like Golden Tate, I, he's borderline to me. Yeah. But those other guys are guys. You know, I need a star, man. That's uh, why I keep saying go get Antonio You ain't getting a star in free agency. Oh, you can Not trade a receiver for one. or tight end. You can trade for one. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you want, you want the, the blonde-haired, mustachioed one. <laughs> Psycho brain he can, wants in here. Can you, can you by the way, pay the Antonio Brown $500 to say, no, Brent, I can't wait to join you in no, Jacksonville. But I am I am buying uh, – I, I, was turned on to Cameo thanks to Antonio Brown. And I have, we are in the process of purchasing one from 
a Rashad Green. A Rashad Green for five dollars. I thought is it five or thirty? He's bucks five. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I may get one from Voshan Joseph. <laughs> he's well, by the way, he's ten dollars, which I thought was a little high for him. Can he do that now? Is he out of school? Yeah, he's out. Okay. He turned pro. <laughs> um, and there was another one who I was very interested in. So I, anyway, we're going to be getting some uh, cameos. Should we put our names on there? Yeah. Oh, our names. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he get. What percent do he get? Oh, I don't know. He might only get like ten percent of the five bucks. So I don't think so. That wouldn't be much. Uh, but anyway, we'll keep our eye on Nick Foles. Uh, yeah, and Nick see Foles. If it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a fun. I, I week. will say this, and again, I keep telling people this: it's not a done deal, Dan. No, I guess somebody could swoop in and yeah. Or well, I don't really take think him. It, I think what could still happen could hold this. Don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it's done on Monday at 12.01 when legal tampering starts. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if it lingered a few days because Foles' camp wants more money. And the Jags are like, dude, you don't have a market. We ain't paying you that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they could get stuck on I some dollars I honestly here. feel like, and I could be wrong misreading this, but I honestly feel like Nick Foles, it, for him right now, it isn't so much about the money. Yeah, probably not. I almost feel like he's going to direct his guy, look, this is where I want to be. Whatever they give us, let's you know. Whatever you get is what you get. I'm ready to go. I want to. I want my. Te- I want a team. I want to have a team. Yeah. And this is going to be your team, because I also think if you're the Jags and you're talking to Nick Foles, I believe you're probably telling him we're not taking another quarterback in the first round. You almost have to. You have to ask if you're Nick Foles. You know, like, do I get the chance to? You know, I want the chance to lead the team. Now, I don't know what promises you can and can't make. I don't know how that works in that industry, but I wonder if that would be discussed. Well, just keep in mind, and Foles might ask that because what happened a few years ago in Philly? Yeah. They went to Philly, right? Yeah. And then uh, they – oh, no, maybe they traded him away for Bradford, and then they traded up to get Carson Wentz like six weeks later. Yeah. So but he has every right to ask. Yeah, I would think so too. Uh, so anyway, a lot happening with the Jags. Uh, the Foles thing will be very interesting. Yes. Over the next week. Monday is legal tampering. Wednesday is uh, the new league year. Thursday, Nick Foles is introduced in Jacksonville. Probably. And when's the goodbye Blake Bortles? 17th, now, he's due a million-dollar bonus. But this stuff is aren't really you, confusing. Aren't you, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not positive. I thought you are allowed to tell him your intention. You know, we are going to release you after June 1st so we can get the best. But where does that put the player is my curiosity. I think does he's he not goes... eligible to go to some other team. But he, so at it least really this screws way... the player. Well, it doesn't because they all know, the league knows he's going to be cut. Because I read some, who else? It just happened to somebody else. Did it happen recently? Yeah. I can't remember it. Just recently they told somebody, you're going to be cut after a certain date. I can't remember who it is now. But anyway, I think, and I'm not, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm it's speculating. It's very confusing, yeah. man. It's and, a, and how about this? So if they keep him through the June first, I don't think they have. If they designate him, I don't think they have to pay him the million dollar roster bonus on March seventeenth. Right. But it really feels like it's one sided for the organization. Yeah, but they paid him a boatload of money last year. Yeah. So, so you know, it's a win for him, and yeah. he'll get a chance someplace else. Um, Where do you think he lands? Back up in Miami or. Tampa or maybe Washington if he wants to do a deal. That's you know. what I guess that Washington. I don't know what what does Blake want. You know, what does he want the opportunity to go start? Would he like to take a year and just back up and yeah, chill? chill? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Blake wants. I mean, I assume as a competitor, he better want to go start. But I, I'm not sure. 
I think, you know, I will say this. I think Blake has a whole lot of, I don't give a damn about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it sometimes comes across that way. Yeah. But I didn't think he liked that whole process when he was being sat down. No. I think he wants, like, I don't think he's a clipboard guy. He's a better quarterback than the guy who took his job. Yeah. Much better quarterback. But at the time, it was the right thing to do. Yeah, had to try something. The season was shot. Yeah, had to try I mean, something. Yeah. And it might have helped him. He didn't get hurt or anything like that. Right. And he might have behind that line. So uh, Anybody could have. But, yeah, I, I think Washington, Tampa, Miami, those are familiar spots. I still continue to say I don't know what the situation is with, like, Geno Smith out in L.A. Yeah. But Gus is a guy that knows him a little bit. Yeah. I think of situation. I think for Blake, if I could pick my <laughs> It would be great if he went to L.A. because then people could say when he went in for the injured Jared Goff, why don't they play uh, – What's his nuts? Our, our, the guy they always wanted him to oh, play. Oh, yeah, Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. Why don't they play Brandon Allen? Well, you're Give him a chance. LA. I'm thinking the Chargers. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I was thinking the Rams. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think he's going to that L.A. because Jed Fish is there. <laughs> oh, God. Where's Sean Mannion? Is he a Ram? That's a good question. I, don't, I can't keep up with these guys. Either. I don't but know. I just think for Blake, if I was Blake, if I had my choice yes. to go to a place, I'd go to a place where I could sit behind like a Rivers or someone like that. Really? You don't want to go start? Well, I mean, if, I'm, if I don't, I'm not going to have... Like, Washington's or Miami's the only starting job. Don't you think? Where else are you going to start? Yeah. So, Washington and Miami are the only starters. So, if I'm not going there, I'm saying, go... Here's a good situation, Blake. Go sit behind a guy that's been doing this for 15 years. Yeah. Learn the game. They have weapons. Make if you another ever need run. to come back in, yeah. they'll have people around them. And wherever you go two years from now, you can take that experience and consistency and continuity from a guy like Rivers and, and take it wherever it might lead you. So that's what I, hey, how about this? Does he end up, uh, does Kaiser get bumped in Green Bay and he ends up with Nathaniel Hackett backing up Rodgers? <laughs> Maybe. Hackett loves him. Yeah. And Bortles loves Hackett. Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe. Back with Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> the connection that shocked the NFL. <laughs> Bortles to Lewis time and time again. <laughs> All right, uh, one big headline going into the Players' Championship week, and that is Tiger Woods. Dan, I don't think he's going to play. That's yeah, my, gut, my gut on this. I have no inside uh, information. Tiger hasn't uh, called me lately, but. It wouldn't shock me. He got Listen, he, what does Tiger want to win more than anything? Yeah, the Masters. When is that? Exactly. So You nailed it. I need to be 100%. He needs to be 100% for the, all the majors. Yes. The majors this year are right, bumped up next to each other. Right. So the Players is a big tournament, I think, even for him. Sure. I think he acknowledges that, but I'm telling you, if he's backing out of the Arnold Palmer, a place where he absolutely can can Win. go 12 under in his sleep, yeah, then I don't think he's. I got a feeling he's not going to play next week. Yeah, I think he might be right. I, I, it wouldn't shock me. And listen, that sucks, by the way. But. Tiger changes the golf world more than any athlete in any sport. But there's all so many great players that you know. Oh, there's so many storylines. It'll be a great week anyway. Yeah. And we, we, by the way, if this happens, it'll be the sixth time in 11 years Tiger hasn't played the players. We know how to deal with the players without Tiger. Tiger is the only guy, only tour player playing who's won it in March and May, right? Yeah. That's incredible. 2001, 2013. I guess Phil's coming, right? Is he officially he is committed? committed? Yeah. 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 Um, so that's good uh, that Phil's going to be here and everybody else. Everybody will else will be here. I'm looking forward to it again, though. My clock is a little disturbed. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to deal with this. Though the weather Have does look good. Have you ever covered it in March? No. Huh. First time. Which, which one did you prefer? March. Oh, you did? I did, personally. Now, I may grew on me. Okay. I got used to it. But I always like, for me, 
back in the day. Now it's different now because there's so many big events now. But even in the in the late 80s, 90s, it sort of signified springtime in Jacksonville yeah. and the start of golf. Yeah. It was kind of the first big event of the golf season. It's not it that was. way anymore. Now there's World Golf Championships and ah, that's such. A good and point. So, but that's what I always so I always kind of liked it. Now, you know, you never know what what you're going to get weather-wise, and you're never going to know what you're going to get course-wise. You know, we had Greg Norman shoot 24 under. We had David Duvall <laughs> shoot three or four under. Yeah. So. Well, that's good because we know we knew what the winning score was going to be in May. Right. It was going to be like 13 under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we had grown, we knew that. It was depends be on the how the course. Now, again, the course is different too. They've done yeah. so much to the course, so maybe they can make it so you know i don't i don't know it'll, it'll yeah. be i'm very interested to see how it transitions back to march of course in awesome shape uh all right let's switch to basketball real quick florida gators in or no only because it's a, a terrible year um but gosh if I, I think they might have to win a conference tournament game um i would think they would have in. to do that they might have well not had to do that uh-huh I'm almost wondering if they have to do more than that. Joe Lenardi's got him as a nine still, bro. Still? Yes. Even after the Georgia yes. loss? Joe. Is well, Joe falling asleep on the no, wheel? No, I think Joe no. knows. I think Indiana has a chance. That's ridiculous. Aren't they like 6-12 and 12 They just the had a great 10? win over Michigan State, but, but... They got six wins. In conference. In conference. And they got like 15 wins 15 overall. and 14. Yeah. They got a shot. Up to, yeah, that's crazy. If you take eight SEC teams, I think Florida's in. Because South Carolina's out, and Florida should be in ahead of Alabama. Alabama's going to win one and lose one down the stretch here. I think they have Auburn at Auburn, and then I think they have Arkansas at home. Win one, lose one, perhaps. They're 17-12, and 12 too, and they're 8-8. Eight and eight. Gators are 9-7. and seven. Gators probably lose their next two. Um, LSU at home and at Kentucky, they ain't winning. So. Yeah. yeah, it's fascinating. But you, you said it. Why? Well, because... It's but a, it's not the that the depth is not good. Yeah, it's not like they really deserve to be in there because they don't. They're not a very good team. If you if you get eight teams in the SEC, how many legit have a chance to make a run? LSU and Kentucky. Am I missing one? Tennessee. Oh, I'm sorry, Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee might win the national championship. Yes. I might pick them to win the national championship. Don't do it. <laughs> I like Rick Barnes, man. I do too, but Tennessee's never been to the Final Four. That's crazy. As a program. How's he done this so quickly? How's he got them back? He sort of found a piece in his, you know, he – he was one of those high, intense, crazy coaches, and honestly, uh, the way I read it is he he found the Lord, and he's kind of mellowed out, and he's just trying to enjoy the latter stages of his career, and he got some three-star guys, and he made really good basketball players. He's a good coach. Give him a lot of credit. He's won everywhere he's been. Yeah. You know? But he didn't, you know, he had KD in Texas. They didn't win. You yeah. Know, he's, yes, he has won. He has won. Uh, but I had an interesting convers- baseball conversation. I want to throw your way real quick. What do we got? Are we wrapping up or what, where are we? Uh, we're good. Florida State, by the way, we should mention them basketball because they are the best team in the state. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to basketball. Yeah. But uh, I still think they could make a run in this thing, but they're just not a trustworthy team to me. That's the way they are. Yeah. They feel, right? They're, like, so talented. They're fun to watch. You you want to turn the TV on and get a team yeah, that's fun good. to watch? I don't know why they're, they're a great. five seed. I think they should be a three or four. But Yeah, the fourth, the outside of the four seed for me – the fact that Florida can be a nine and they can be a Lenardi's, five. Lenardi's last bracketology, by the way, was awful for Jacksonville. Yes, I saw. Awful. It. No North Carolina, no Kentucky, no, no Florida, no, no Florida State. It was like Tennessee was the marquee Tennessee team, was which the big uh, team. bring a lot of people. But 
I'm looking for, you know, it was like Yale. And I mean, come on, man. We got to do better than that. We, we need got, two teams. Yeah. You need two marquee teams yeah. and one fun team. Yeah. Bring the Cats. Or if you bring Kentucky, you're fine. Yeah, absolutely. Bring Kentucky. You better in. have your tickets if, they, if, yeah. you, if they're bringing They'll Kentucky. buy them from you, too. Um, All right, baseball. Oh, yeah. So I was reading this article on Trevor Bauer, who's a nut job. Yes, he's crazy. Which is okay, though. Uh, he's a really good pitcher. And he's always done it his way. But buried in the article was this little sentence about how the pitchers, he suggests that the pitchers in Major League Baseball all are cheating with the foreign substance. It's the, uh, like, pine tar stuff. Yeah. It's got on a name. Hats, it's called on their cheeks, uh, on their... Pelican Grip or something. And he says, but, no, you know, the only way they check is if you if the manager asks them to check, the manager won't do it because his own guys are doing it too. Yeah. I, surprising to me. Well, I know it's like that. Because the, what it does is you get more revolutions per RPMs. Because of the grip? Because of the grip. Yeah. Which get, and he said it, he did it one inning just to prove a point and went out and struck out three guys. Did he really? But he gets he gets more revolutions uh, uh, is it per minute spin rate spin rate the spin rate's big in baseball now. So right so uh, uh, that's why they're doing it. Now I talked to some baseball players and they told me they think a lot do it but they do it for the cold. Okay. You know they do it to uh, it's, it's have a little bit of grip on the ball yeah. when it's cold out. And they don't mind that because they, they don't because they don't want to get hit. them in the head. Yes. And so, but here's the the only time I've seen this in the last few years is the Yankee Red Sox called out Severino, I think it was, because uh-huh. he had it on his hat. Right. And it was so obvious they were like, "Listen, we don't want to do this, but you're calling. This is so obvious, right? That we got to make the call." I, I'm my my first take on that then would be. It's about time the pitcher has some kind of advantage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the hitters have so many advantages. It feels like whether it's strike zone, all the body armor, everything else, the small ballparks. So, I mean, I kind of get it. If everybody's doing it, everybody's doing it. Now, listen, we said that about steroids, too, and look where that ended up. Right. But I don't think that's this. Uh, I think people have been using whatever they can for well, that was interesting, a long though. time. I didn't realize that so many pitchers did it. The most interesting part of that is, I didn't read the article, but the fact that he tried it for an inning and struck yeah. out three guys. Yeah, he's, he's a nut, though. He's he's crazy. So, by the way, Brooks and Ty. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pelican grip, that's what it's called? I think it's Pelican, something grip. Something, yeah, yeah. They, everything, and, you know, and by the way, it's all school. over the yard because they all use it for their bats. Yeah. So, you know, you just want something tacky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically pine. Yeah, it is the pine. Right. Well, they call it something different. Right. It's the pine tub. Right. And by the way, if they ever wanted to George bread anybody on the pine tar, they could do that too. You ever is see it coming up the bats oh, again? It's yeah. all up the, yeah. up the bats. Baseball season is almost here. You excited yeah. about the Mets? I am excited. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm you high. guys were overly excited. Too many people were overly excited about the Mets last year. I tried to control that excitement, and they were a big flop. We've added a lot of uh, pieces to the puzzle, so I think there's some depth there. We got to stay healthy, obviously, at the pitching staff. If the pitching staff stays healthy. We can we can play with anybody. I mean, Robbie Cano is a professional hitter still, and I don't think he's slowing down yet. No. He will. No. While, while he's there. Um, the NL East is awesome. Oh gosh, it's, really it's awesome. It's really good. I mean, the Braves have this up and coming team. Obviously, the Phillies are up and coming, and just got Harper. Braves. The Nationals don't sleep on the Nationals. They're actually very good. Oh no. And they might go get Kimbrel. The Hang on. What do you got? They might go get Kimbrel. Is that the latest? You hear that? The Nationals. They don't want to go over the luxury tax, but they're oh. thinking about it. Come on. It's a little high. Kimbrell is, like, holding out. So, uh, and Keuchel is out there as well. So, yeah. That's a great division. You're gonna no, hit Braves fans are up in arms because they haven't done anything, except they added Josh Donaldson, oh. which is nice. But 
they're they're chintzy and and they're getting a little pissed because and fairly so look Braves fans sat through three years of this quote rebuild and now you got a good team and I'm not saying trade your prospects because you want to find out which your prospects are good but there's no reason why they couldn't get Dallas Keuchel in that rotation you know okay let me defend the Braves for one second though Mm -hmm. because if you're looking at the model of Houston what they did is we do this we do this and then at the trade deadline we go get Alan Verlander yeah Justin Verlander. Alan Verlander. Don't get him. I mean, he was okay at bowls. But I like to call you Alan Justin. He's no big league pitcher. Alan. But uh, we go get Justin Verlander. Yeah. And then they spent the money, right? I mean, then they kept them, too. Right, right. So that's where they spent their dollars because they were in it. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I wouldn't sleep on that yet. Yeah. Now, what you're saying, I understand because you've got, I don't you care. Got, you got good people yeah. out there that you could afford to get. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, could they, it look, be smart pack- that people aren't overpaying on Keuchel? Yeah, that's fine. But they pack the park. It's you know they go to the games, and yeah. so you want to see the their ownership there's has a reputation of being a little chintzy. As I get it, but there's plenty to see in Atlanta right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good players, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to go to the ballpark. Yeah. In Atlanta, it'll be interesting. Watch them around the trade deadline. Remember this conversation. If they're in the mix, they may go for a big dog. We'll, we'll uh, see. Because they'll have the ability to do so. All right, that's going to do it. We'll keep an eye on Foles. Get ready for the players. Yeah, man. And baseball season is here. Love it. For Dan Hicken, rest of the Action Sports Jacks department. Brett Martin, that's your Action Sports Jacks Pile On Podcast. Pile On, Pile On Podcast. This is the Pile On Podcast. You've been listening to Action Sports Jacks Pile On with Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast has been brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family.